Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, James. Yo. Long day? Long life. Oh, what a way to end it. And this is Unfeatured Articles. Hello and welcome to Unfeatured Articles, browsing the internet irresponsibly, deep diving for all of those weird and wacky internet articles. Woo! 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 You did it! The bullying paid off. We finally got there. Fucking hell, it took an hour. I love peer pressure. Yeah, My name is Hannah Foney. As always, I am here with Curtis Lang. Hello! And James Kehoe. Howdy, howdy. How are we going, boys? Very well. Good, I'm just ordering some Uber Eats. It's really good. Oh, good. Uh, Very nice. What are you getting? Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to get a Porto, because you just got to go. A porto. And this by is unfit. <laughs> <laughs> um, good. It's a nice, it's a rainy day today. It is. It's a rainy day. Had, it's kind of, we had nothing. We had no autumn. Like no we just autumn. had a constant it is, summer. Sti- and it's still fucking hot. And it's still summer. Yeah. It's still invading our, our lives. But uh, we had some nice rain yesterday. Agreed. And the, what, the day before? We've just been having rain, rain, yeah. rain. Yeah. Well, the day before this is, it was just. The weather. This is the weather channel. On that's not canon. Yeah, this is the official weather channel. Yeah. So here we see we have a, a, quite a westerly gale moving into the mm, east. A um, cold front. Yeah, I wish there was a cold front. Yeah, me too. Because there is not. Uh, Hannah, what do we do on this show? Uh, we will be looking through all uh-huh. of the weird and wacky internet articles. Yes, and we compete in a bloodthirsty battle to find the best one to the death. To the yes. death. Excellent. Well, let's start with our uh, usual bit, our usual segment, yes, uh, where we go into the random article of uh, of Wikipedia to complete our phrase of the week. What's our phrase this week, James? Ah, uh, the phrase this week is, oh boy, uh, my favorite flavor of ice cream. Well, it's got to be blank. Um, <laughs> Yummy. For example, uh, you know, I might click uh, the random article, and I might say, oh boy. Uh, me, my favorite ice cream. Oh, just only uh, Paul Hom, the Cambodian politician and member of parliament for the Takea province. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. num 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 num. <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. Sorry, oh, please. It's, this is. What's your um favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, it's chocolate. Did you? <laughs> I got chocolate. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've done it, everyone. We've done, done it. it, and the game's over. Please done us. Thank you, everyone. That's fucking real. That's really My favorite um, flavor of ice cream is Cyclopsis tentaclaris. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Species species of lump fish native to the Sea of Oxford. Something we didn't think about when we came up with this game was that there is just a lot of things on Wikipedia that are just like the Latin names of animals. Cyclopsis tentaclaris. Lovely. Mm. Almost like seafood flavored ice cream, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, I wish there wasn't, but there is. Absolutely. Well, since since I've learned that fact, I've never not known people. Have you ever tried seafood ice cream? No, me neither. I don't. I I'm very just cookies and cream every time. Sure, I like hazelnut. 
Oh, that'd kill you though. It would kill me. I have an allergy. Yeah, um, but worth it for the file that um, away in delicious the ice cream. Ways to kill James. Ways to, yeah, file wait, you're not allergic to tomato, are you? No, <laughs> I just thought James was allergic to tomato oh, yeah. for like two years <laughs> for no reason, and would just always be like, "Oh, James can't have that." Uh, James can't was have like, the "Yeah, I can." Yeah, no, I and then definitely I would be like, can. Oh, James can't have that. <laughs> So I've learned that through fail. That's like a guy, a guy, a guy who we all went to uni with. Yeah. Uh, who I won't say his name sure. at the moment, but um, uh, he was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm allergic to uh, tomato." And then one time he just accidentally had tomato on like a subway, and um, he was fine. Oh, not allergic to tomato? I guess not. Just <laughs> like, just just not. Sometimes you just want to be interesting, so yeah. you make things up about yourself. Yeah, I'm allergic to pineapple. Wow, what an interesting guy. Thank you. So in- I thought y- you were boring to me before, but now <laughs> that I know fair. that you're allergic <laughs> you. to pineapple. All right. uh, do you have an article for us? I do. Just burped into the microphone. I'm so sorry. Uh, guys. <laughs> Saints not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> guys, I'm going to talk about Lieutenant Colonel William Henry Rankin, Ooh. who is you fucking up? bananas. This man is has survived something horrific. Okay. Right. Um, so, Lieutenant Colonel... William Henry Rankin, October 16th, 1920 to July 6th, 2009, uh, was the only known person to survive a fall from the top of a cumulimbus thunderstorm cloud. Wait, what? He fell from a cloud? Yeah. Whoa. So he was a pilot in the United States Marine Corps and uh, a World War II and Korean War veteran. He was flying an F-8 Crusader jet uh, fighter over a cumulimbus. Cumulonimbus, thank you, James, cloud when the engine failed, forcing him to eject and parachute into the cloud. Uh, yeah, and he wrote a book about it. So uh, let's get a little bit, let's get a little, let's see what, uh, what fucking happened. Let's, All right? let's this meet this the guy. audiobook. Meet the audiobook. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, welcome yeah. to the audiobook of this dude. Uh, on July 26, 1959, Rankin was flying from Naval Air Station South Weymouth, uh, Massachusetts, to Marine Corps Air Station Beaufort in South Carolina. All right? Mm-hmm. How many of those pronunciations did I fuck up? I think you got it. I oh, did I? Okay, that. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he climbed over a thunderhead that peaked at 45,000 feet, okay? Uh, then at 47,000 feet and at Mach 0.82. I've never known what Mac is. I think one Mac is like speed of sound. Max, the guy from... Max Powell. Okay. <laughs> from um, Smash. <laughs> Max from what? Smash? Who's Max? Do you mean Marth? Mac. <laughs> Mac, little you Mac. You mean little Mac. Okay. Yeah, okay. I thought you said Max. All right, cool. <laughs> we little got, Max. That's right, Ham. We got there in the end. Uh, so Max. Mac 0.82. Mm-hmm. He heard a loud bump and rumble from the engine. The engine stopped and a fire warning light flashed. He pulled... Oh, I'm so burpy today. I'm sorry. Oh, no. He pulled the lever to deploy auxiliary power and it broke off in his hand. Yikes. Not good, right? No. It's not what you want. They're not wearing a pressure suit. I don't know why. At 6 p.m., he ejected into the negative 50 degrees Celsius uh, air. He suffered immediate frostbite and decompression caused his eyes, ears, nose, and mouth to bleed. Oh, God. His abdomen swelled severely. He did, however, manage to make use of his emergency oxygen supply. Good on you, mate. Five minutes after he abandoned the plane, his parachute had not opened. Oh, no. Uh, While in the upper regions of the thunderstorm with near zero visibility, the parachute opened prematurely instead of at 10,000 feet uh, due to the storm affecting the barometric parachute switch to open. Right. So, okay. So, uh, right. the, yeah, the time switch, it didn't do it properly. Because of the pressure. Yeah. Was he, did you say five minutes? Yeah. Five minutes. So yeah. he was just falling. He falling for five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. My man. That's what the song Free Falling is. About. Yeah. 
It's about that guy. After 10, oh, he spent 45 minutes up here, by the way. No way. Yeah. After 10 minutes, Rankin was still aloft, carried by updrafts and getting hit by hailstones. Oh, no. Violent spinning and pounding caused him to vomit. Right? Lightning appeared, which he described as blue blades several feet thick and thunder that he could feel. Oh, my gosh. The rain forced him to hold his breath to keep from drowning. One lightning bolt lit up the parachute, making Rankin believe he had died. Oh, my God. (laughs) Conditions calmed and he descended into a forest. His watch read 6.40 p.m. It had been 40 minutes since he had ejected. Oh, that's crazy. He searched for help and eventually was admitted into a hospital in in uh, Ahosiki, Ahosiki, North Carolina. He suffered from frostbite, welts, bruises, and severe decompression. My man. That's incredible. Welcome he back to I Shouldn't Be No, alive. he died in 2009. Oh, no. But he lived another like 49 years. years. Yeah. He was like 89 years Yeah. Old. Whoa. Uh, that's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Who bleeding from like every your orifice eyes. in your face. Ugh. Yeah. Um, Rankin wrote the man who wrote the thunderstorm about his experience. Floyd C. Gale called the book A Thrilling True Adventure. Nice. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Beans. I'm, I'm seeing this. His story well. was covered in the March 2nd, 2017 episode of the Dollop podcast. Well, I'm too original. late. You're too late. I'm too late. We're not the first podcast to Disqualify me. Not unfeatured. Not unfeatured. Oh, well. Oh, but well. anyway, still, a great still story. salute that man. Salute him. And fare thee well to that. Anyway, one of you guys, what do you got? I'll do a thing. Mr. Kehoe. Okay. Um, which one to do? I've got so many from which to pick. All right. We've all got things going on. I'm not bragging. <laughs> if I'm bragging a little bit. Um, okay, this one. Okay, this one's a bit scary. Oh, a bit no. scary. No, it's a bit spooky. It's like modern day scary. Modern day scary. Um, right. Okay, I want to talk about a click farm, mm-hmm. right? So, a click farm is a form of click fraud where a large group of low paid workers are hired to click on paid advertising links for the click fraudster. Mm. Uh, the workers click the links, surf the target website for a period of time, and possibly sign up for newsletters pl- prior to clicking on the link. Okay. For many of these workings, uh, workers, clicking on enough ads per day may increase their revenue substantially and may also be an alternative to other work. Now, I've got photos of these click farms, right? And I'll put mm. these in the show notes. But look, okay. So this is what they look like. Essentially, what? they're just these big, like... Walls full of phones, like, like iPhones, like yeah, iPhones just connected to each other and connected people, to a. It's like all connected to a, like a hub or whatever. Yeah, um, but people have to like sit in front of this like matrix style series of just screens clicking and just like clicking ads and like Fuck. that's their job. Whoa. And it's like there's it's it's walls and walls of all these different phones, like thousands of phones, and they each got like different SIMs. Um, so essentially, click farms, they're usually located in developing countries like China, India, Nepal, Sri Lanka, Egypt, Indonesia, the Philippines, Bangladesh. When will the, the world decide whether China is developing, developing yeah. or like the most developed? Right, or like the pe- most powerful. I guess when world. China does. Yeah, I think they'll like <laughs> signal the flag. Um, the business of click farms extends generating, generating likes and followers on social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Um, workers are paid on average one US dollar for a thousand likes or for following a thousand people on Twitter. Then they turn around and sell the likes to followers at a much higher price. According to the Daily Mail, um, there are things like Instagram Engine who sells 1,000 Instagram followers for $12 um, and Authentic Hits which sells like 1,000 SoundCloud plays for $9. Right. So you can pay these companies yeah. and they, you know, use these click farms. Don't we just, just do that to Facebook anyway? Isn't that what boosting is? Right, yeah. Like, it's basically 
pretty much that. Yeah. Like is, well, that's the thing is like, we don't intentionally do it with like Facebook boosting or anything yeah, like that. We don't buy a certain number of likes. We just go, but click show farms. this to more people, I guess. Yeah. So the way it's done is, oh, this is the, this is the crazy bit. This is like the business bit. Yeah. So there's two methods for mm. click farming. First one being that a company pays the click farm and the click farm clicks on the competitor's ads. Now here's why. This is why this this way the competitor who's getting all these ad clicks still has to pay the site even though the clicks on their ads aren't genuine. So the competitor, even though they're getting all these ad clicks and have to pay for those ad clicks because mm. it's like pay per click, it, they, it, they're getting no value out of it right. because they, so what they're doing is what this like company is Sabotage, doing yeah. is depleting the advertising budget of their competitor so that they can swoop in and get better advertising spots at a right, lower cost. Okay. So like that's man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You, you, they basically make it so that the competitor can't continue to pay yeah. for their ad spot. Shit. Um, and then the second way is uh, these click farms hire workers to click on ads for their own site. Yeah. So the money uh, lost by the advertisers is gained directly by the click farmer themselves. So they own the site. Mm. So the like advertiser has to pay them directly because all these click farmers are clicking the ads on the site that the click farm owns. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that way, like, rather than the search engines and yeah. content networks, like, blah, blah, blah. Italian security researchers and bloggers, uh, Andrea Stropper and Carla De Michelli, found that in 2013, mm. from $40 million to $360 million to date were earned from the sale of and potential benefits of buying fake Twitter followers. Jesus Christ. Uh, $200 million... Uh, $200 million a year is also earned from face, fake Facebook activities. Uh, advertisers have claimed that about 20% of Facebook clicks are invalid and have tried to seek refunds. Jeez. This could cost Facebook $2.4 billion of their 2014 revenue. Uh, Facebook's purging of fake likes and accounts occurred in 2012. According to Facebook, uh, Facebook's 2014 financial report, uh, an estimated 83 million false accounts were deleted. Um, this is like, and that's like, 65,000 fans of the Facebook page itself, like Facebook's <laughs> own page on Facebook. Yeah. Um, they lost, oh yeah, they actually lost like 124,000 likes. Um, billions of YouTube video fake views yeah. have been deleted after being exposed. Uh, and in, in, in December 2014, Instagram carried out its massive purge, uh, deemed the Instagram rapture, <gasps> wherein many accounts were affected including Instagram's own account, which lost 18,880,000 followers. That's insane. That's you know what that's number? just made me think of? Do you remember when um, – I'm going to tell the story and then we'll decide if we, can, if we want to cut it or not. Great. Awesome. Um, do you remember when Alex's first uh, new single from his um, Rescue Me came out? Yeah. Um, and it, it got quite a significant number of um, listens in the first yeah, yeah, week yeah. and a half or so. And, then, and Spotify was showing him that he was getting like all these listens and stuff. Yeah. And then – um, the number of listeners that listens that he actually got went down a little mm. bit. That's probably why, because Spotify mm. was trying to catch like no. I, I, I think it turned out that we will we a couple of us were like just looping the song. Uh yeah, but like I think that that was just because um, that was just like marketing at the start. And yeah, then it just sort of tape it off rather than that being like a massive. Directed. Oh no, because it was like he got like. 2,400 listens, like, in the first, like, five days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the next day it went down to 1,700. 
Like that's how many he actually got. Oh, yeah. right. So there's yeah. like a portion. So they deleted like li- like True. listens that he'd actually gotten because like. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. like and oh yeah, Alex and I were talking about the other. He's like, yeah. I still don't know why that happened. Yeah. Um, maybe it's it's because it's such a bop that Spotify is like, ah, I can't handle this. Exactly. Can't handle the tune. Anyway, go listen yeah. to go, go listen to Rescue Me, me by your man Alex Smith. Um, come to the Align gig that's happening tonight, tonight. So three weeks ago. <laughs> come, um, come, come to that. Weeks ago, yeah. Come to that gig. Yeah. <laughs> um, but those are click farms. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. May Hannah? I, may I introduce you to yet another nightmare? Yeah. nightmare? Yes, please. Uh, so we've had- Can uh, I tell you about my nightmare? How much I'm burping into this microphone. Oh, no, yeah. dude. It's so, I can't control it. I have headphones on and I can't. <laughs> it's hardcore. I'm right so sorry. Saying how how like loud is it? Not loud? Oh, I'm currently not that I bad. I feel a bit better. Oh. Soundboard me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Zane, we've had a lack of, of sounds this episode. What's going on? Man? All right. Zane's back. We all Excellent. just collectively remembered that yeah. we had that. <laughs> um, boys, are you familiar with Gritty? Yes. The um, <laughs> I am since you talked to me about it. The mascot? I'm still upset yeah. about it. I love him. I love Gritty. He, his eyes give me nightmares. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Gritty is the official mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League. He is a seven foot, which is 2.1 meters, furry orange creature with googly eyes who wears flyers gear. He was created by Brian Allen of Flyland Designs with help from David Raymond, who um, portrayed another mascot, which was like a big green, like nearly Yoshi looking dude, Mm. but he looks like he's got like AstroTurf all over him. Uh, Within the... um, According to his official biography, Gritty emerged after constructions at the Wells Fargo Center, the Flyers' home arena, disturbed his secret hideout. Okay. Within the months following his debut, he became an internet sensation and made appearances on several talk shows. Uh, it's the most horrifying looking mascot yeah, I've ever crazy. seen. Big orange in my life. boy. Big, yeah. Check out um, them. <laughs> check out. Check out the show notes, which I promise I'll get better at doing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the last two episodes have not. <laughs> anyway. um, I can't remember how I found it, but I did find a video of Gritty like coming into the arena, and like then it's like all dark, and the announcers like get ready for Gritty, and then it starts playing Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball, yeah, and Gritty descends from the ceiling. <laughs> um, thankfully for my own mental health and like. Feelings of safety. There are no pictures of Gritty on his Wikipedia page, but no, there, yeah. but there is a link um, to an article called "Liberty Egality Gritte: How an NHL Mascot Became an Anti-Fascist Hero." <laughs> oh jeez! It goes on. Sorry, about- hang on. Just- <laughs> and it's basically just like how gritty I'm looking at a picture of him now and I'm very sad how gritty has become like like the like far left and the far right like of the internet were battling to try and claim yep. gritty yep and <laughs> but like basically he's just like gritty is anti-fascist and um what was oh the slow the logo that you read out to me 
Like the slogan? <laughs> Among other things, Gritty has been seen anticipating the collapse of the state, stealing <laughs> Christmas from capitalist pigs and threatening to nationalise manufacturing. Gritty has also been recognised by the city of Philadelphia as anti-fascist. <laughs> wow. So officially, and yeah. that is great. That is amazing. There's a picture of him like sort of like tackling and elbowing um, Pepe the Frog in the face. Pepe the Frog. Pepe the Frog. Oh. And it says "Good Night Alt Right" on it. <laughs> Good Night Alt Right. Amazing. There's the title of the episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then he guillotines the frog. Wow, that's I intense. know. I know a guest on this, this show. Yeah, love so, Lachlan Hoy. This is a shout out to you. We can yeah. um, book. I'm looking at his official website. We can book him. No. Uh, for appearances. God, yeah? I die. I can't look him in the eyes. So if we want to get him on the show. Uh, He's horrifying. I mean, he doesn't speak, does he? So That's worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just appears. He just, just is. Like a voice. He is. comes on the show and it's just going to be me like weeping. Yeah. In the My Gritty man, could have been here the whole time and you wouldn't know. Over two metres tall. Yeah. And his eyes and like face are just horrific. But every, everyone loves him now, except for me. I'm not convinced. You're I'm not convinced? I'm frightened. But yeah, the city He's is a Philadelphia. <laughs> He's a fascist sleeper agent. <laughs> the, like, the whole city has just like completely embraced him. Mm. And like, yeah, originally everyone was like, this is the worst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's emerged from his um, cave under the under the arena and has emerged to Miley Cyrus's hot wrecking ball. God, I enjoy that he was discovered. I enjoy that he was That's just part like of his there the whole time. Yeah. What? So he's wearing the like the uniform s- uniform of yeah. the sports team. Uh, was he? And. He na- found na- it. Nude, nude, gritty? Question mark. Ooh, no, I think that's his body. So he just like <laughs> exists that that's way. Just, that's Sexy gritty. Yeah. He was like, oh, he's what a- naked all the time. That they did. They change their uniform Million to dollars. look like gritty. Yes. Or did gritty yeah. just be like, oh, what a coincidence? <laughs> Million dollars? Would you fuck gritty? Oh, James would do it for free. I'd do it for free. All right, James would do it for free. Million dollars? Would you fuck gritty? No. <laughs> Not even for a million dollars. No. A million bucks. No. One point one. I'm scared. No. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, Maya Porto is on the way. Anyway, yes. should we wrap right. up this episode so I can Lads. eat? Let's do that. Yeah, cool. Well, I guess we need to decide our winner for this week. How about we yeah. have a little recap? Sure I did um, I, Lieutenant man, Colonel, man, um, Hardest Man Alive. Metal uh, Man. Jesus. Oh, what was his name? I'm so sorry. Hang on. Uh, That's my article. I'm like it a was, bird. I had it up too. Oh, Five no. Uh, William Rankin. Lieutenant yeah. Colonel William Henry Rankin. He's ranking up in my heart. He's ranking up in my heart. Rank one in this this in man. The clouds. And James had. I had click farms. Click, so, yeah. click farms. And had, had. I don't have like a real, like a proper, like full time job at the moment. So I'm just going to like go home and go Google to the, yeah. click farms. Click <laughs> farms <laughs> in my area. Um, and I had Gritty, the Philadelphia ho- hockey what, team mascot. Is the uh, podcast revenue not, not tying you over? Mm. She, she, her bum. rates are too expensive. Speaking of which, um, we, we, have, we have merch. Oh, yeah, we haven't yeah, plugged we our merch in a while. Uh, we haven't plugged our merch in a while. We should go, get, go get shirts from go us. Go get a shirt. You can get some shirts. Thank you. <laughs> you should get some shirts. You can get some TNT shirts. Um, yeah, uh, if, you'd, if you'd like to do because they're comfy, aren't they, James? Yes, very comfy. Comfy shirts. You can wear them. You can get, a, you can get a dog dog got dog scarf. In our old website. We have two websites for merch. Yeah. The old one. The old country's got. Um, the old country. Yeah. Mother yeah, country. Yeah. All right, winners. 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 James, oh, your vote. Uh, uh, um, I'm gonna go with Rankin. I'm gonna go with Skyboy. Anna? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Rankin as Rankin. well. Rankin, nice. All right. 
He's ranking number one in this episode. In this episode. I'm going for gritty, but nice. uh, honorable second. Honorable second. Thank you. We have leveled up tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm well, uh, so that is that's been everything for this week. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Um, yeah, we are unfeatured articles. We are part of the That's Not Canon Productions network. Um, you can go check out all of their other podcasts on uh, their website, yep. uh, tnc.com. That co- that's not canons. Dot, that's not canon. Dot com. I <laughs> nailed that. Nailed that's right. not Cameron. That's not Cam. That's not Cameron. That's not Cameron. That's not Cameron. That's not. That's not canon. We've dot defiled. Com. You can check out their other podcasts like Murder in the Land of Oz. Music has taught me everything I know. Uh, My Song Suck, which James is also on. Yeah. Uh, If you want to check out the most ridiculously um, popular yet least amount of content podcast of all time, (laughs) check out my other podcast, One Mile. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, um, we've got anything to plug at the moment, guys? Um, Right now, probably not. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we're good. We're just taking it easy. Yeah. Um, Find us on Facebook and Twitter and. Instagram and stuff, you'll find us. Yeah, it's absolutely. Just, you'll find you'll us. Find it's us. fine. All right. Uh, until uh, next time. Website. Oh, I'll know. Our song. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well. Shut we'll fucking up. Shout out to Kevin McLeod. Kevin McLeod with Pukatori and Friends. And you're about to hear that song because I've been Curtis Lang. I'm Hannah Flannery. I'm James Keogh. Until next time, browse responsibly. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.